to a Blind Skeleton Christmas spectacular and extravaganza for the next 30 minutes. I hope everybody gets the opportunity to sit back with a hot coffee, uh, see if that's your thing, just spend the next 30 minutes relaxing and spending a couple of moments to wake up and get away from the hustle and bustle of everything going on this particular Christmas. So if you like me, if you are like me, when you are out and about you know, bustling here and there in the car, you may be in the kitchen doing some baking or even just making breakfast, you might have radio on. And if you are listening to a radio station that plays a substantial amount of Christmas music, you are probably familiar with what I like to call the same 12 songs that they seem to play over and over again. This is not going to be that show. This is an effort to get away from the standard fare and play something that Play some songs that you may be familiar with, you may not be familiar with, but certainly older, and have a really fine distinction all their own. So we are going to kick the show off today um, with some with a classic from the Philadelphia Orchestra under the supervision and leadership of Leopold Stravinsky. We're going to play a couple of songs, one side from their Nutcracker Suite. This was recorded back in 1939. Two songs on this particular side are the Overture Miniature, as well as the March. Um, the Nutcracker, of course, was composed in 1892, and the Overture Miniature is the opening piece of the ballet and of the Nutcracker Suite itself. Thank you. 
Now, that was recorded in 1939. I suspect back in the day they were not really thinking that they were recording something that would be enjoyed and loved and revered in austerity for future generations. But this one certainly has become that. Now, Leopold Stokowski was a fantastic band leader. Let's call him a band leader. You know, and they performed some fantastic, fantastic work. We're going to really shift gears for our next song. We're going to move a little farther back in time. I'm going to ask you to sit back, close your eyes, and picture yourself in an old, maybe Victorian parlor with a couple phonographs sitting around. With their eccentric old uncle, you know, jumping about here and there, doing this, saying, Hey, look at this, look at this, listen to that. And what he's going to flip on next is uh, an old record from the Edison label, the Edison Diamond Disc, the Edison Diamond Disc phonograph. Uh, Edison and the Victor Talking Machine Company had something of a uh, competition going in regards to their formats. They recorded their music a little bit differently, and it was played back very differently. The records that were produced on each label were in fact not compatible with the other. So an Edison could only be played on an Edison. Arguably, the Edison did have a better sound to it. It was probably the better technology at the time. Uh, but due to a number of reasons that we won't get into here, it ended up losing the first format war, let's say. But nonetheless, we do have records that survive today. And the one we've got coming up for you next is named simply Christmas Carols. This is played on some chimes and some bells, and it's a really, really nice little song. So sit back, relax, and just slow down a little bit with this one with me.
And that was certainly a song to slow down to. It's certainly incredibly difficult to play those bells any faster than they were being played, and that was really a beautiful little arrangement. Certainly there was some static on the record, it's over a hundred years old now. You know, but the music still comes through pretty rich, pretty clear, and pretty, pretty nicely. One of the reasons for the static on those old records is not, not only because they happen to be perhaps a little bit dirty, but also because they are played. The, the sounds on the records are engraved literally on the grooves on the record and the sound is reproduced by the vibration of the needle. The more that the record is played, the more that those grooves get worn a little bit, which means the less fidelity there is in the sound, and as a result, the more static that there is. So the static is also a result, frankly, of the record being enjoyed, played, and loved. And that gives it a little bit of extra quality, quality to it as well. We're going to move up to something a little more recent again. If you had happened to have the opportunity to listen to the podcast the other day that I put up with my cohort and colleague Yulia, you will have heard a song named Jingle Bell Fantasy, which both of us really did fall in love with pretty darn quick, and that's what we've got coming up for you next.
Yes, that was Jingle Bell Fantasy. That was recorded in the 1940s, and it is, it was, and is a fun song. Not all Christmas songs or songs of the season need necessarily about Christmas. Uh, sometimes they can be about. Obviously, there are other religions, um, other faiths that celebrate. There's Mecca. Um, if you celebrate Yule yesterday, you may have celebrated that. There's, of course, Hanukkah and a number of others. And sometimes you just don't need a holiday or religion at all. This next song is entitled simply Snowfall. in on the end of our first of three live streams for this Christmas season. I'd like to spend another moment. Give a quick thank you to everyone for listening in. I hope you're enjoying your morning and your Christmas season and enjoying the music that we're getting to share with you today. Uh, just a couple of really quick programming notes. We've got our next show tomorrow morning also at 7.30 Eastern Time. Then we have our third of the season Christmas Eve at 7.30 a.m. 
but do stay tuned. We might have another special later Christmas Eve during the evening. Uh, we might very well play the recorded version of A Christmas Carol and have a reading of Play the Night Before Christmas. Uh, of course, coming up right after this, we have our almost at the end part of the Cinnamon Bear. It should be parts 24 and 25 today. 25 and 26 will be tomorrow. If you have missed any of the Cinnamon Bear, please do tune in on Sunday at 8 a.m. right after the show. We will have six and a half hours of the Cinnamon Bear where we play at beginning to end. So closing out our show today, we have Odessa Fidela. This particular version is on Columbia label from the 1920s. This is sung by the Paulist Choristers of Chicago in Latin. Thank you once again for listening, and I hope you all have a fantastic Friday.